Hey, this is Cartoon Joe, and you are listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Are you into comics and cool stuff, or did you like to be? Well, if so, go on and check out our guys over at waywardraven.com. If you haven't been there, you should. Great stuff, novelties, gear, comics, and uh, just a bunch of cool guys. So check them out at waywardraven.com. Use our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard to get a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. If you're a gamer and or like coffee, be sure to get over to Player One Coffee, our guys in Salt Lake City. Be sure to get yourself some of the Overclocked Omen, as it is the God's gift to gamers. Go on over to PlayerOneCoffee.com and use our discount code, GeekCastLive. Hey everybody, GCR here to tell you about a new product that we are trying to sell and that we use ourselves. It's CBD oil. If you're anything like me, as a 35-year-old overweight man, you have a sore back, you have a sore shoulder, and you fight insomnia all the time. Well, I don't anymore. CBD oil is legal in all 50 states, and this HempWorks product is fantastic. We have THC-free if you're worried about a drug test, and we have salves and creams and oils, peppermint, cinnamon, no flavor. We have everything. Go to GCLCBD.com and get some for yourself because you deserve it. If you're anything like us here at GeekCast Live, I know that almost all you've ever wanted to do in life is play wizard chess. Well, now here's your chance. You can head on over to squareoffnow.com and pick yourself up a wizard chessboard, basically. Just use our discount code GCL to get 20% and free shipping off your order. That's squareoffnow.com, discount code GCL for wizard chess today. Go buy t-shirts. <laughs> play that. Just play it. GCL thread, GCL.threadless.com. T-shirts, hats, shower curtains. Be about uh, that life. You can I probably get it life. out of toy. I anal beads. Mm-hmm. I think they have anal beads. They have leggings. Yeah, stockings, bath curtains. They got like uh, uh, Kenny Loggins' skull on a T-shirt. <laughs> it looks like Kenny Loggins, doesn't it? Wait, what was it? GCL. Dot threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. 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 It's a trap! I'm an Indian outlaw, half Cherokee, Choctaw. 269. All my friends call me Bear Claw. Of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass, uh, Dusty Bottoms. And um, we are now on uh, eight weeks without the full crew, Cartoon Joe's. Uh, he fell into, fell into some sort of like nether pit. Didn't internet he? void. He is. He, he's yeah. in the dark, the dark void. Uh, 
So uh, I already called Dusty Bottoms. Which three amigo are you, right? Well, I am Lucky Day, of course. Naturally making Rob Ned, Ned Niederlander. Niederlander. That checks out. Yeah. This Rob, have you ever seen? It's it's been many many moons. Wait, <laughs> my little buttercup has the sweetest, sweetest smile. <laughs> the singing bush. How do I get the Martin Short straw? You t- you spoke last. That's fair. It's not a. It's a. It's great not a bad straw. straw. The great straw. You're a quick draw, so you got that going for you. Yeah. And and you aged well as a. I was to... uh, probably yeah. There's the Chevy Chase. Still all right, isn't he? Steve yeah, Martin's but Chevy, Chevy Chase looks like Chevy Chase looks like Carl Reiner. Yeah, Chevy Chase looks like Carl Reiner if Carl Reiner was made of wax and the room was a little tepid. I was going to go with Steve Bannon if he wasn't uh, one of those cockroach aliens from Men in Black. Yes, he's a less pockmarked Steve Bannon. There is a... um, Chevy Chase does a great interview, though, with Norm MacDonald on Norm MacDonald Has a Show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It is is chock-fucking-full of nostalgia, Nick, for, like, good... Really? Like, good SNL, uh, stories about Caddyshack, stories about how... Lorne Michaels put Chevy Chase in charge. He was like the celebrity host liaison. So when, you know, if, if uh, Rob Reiner was the host of Saturday Night Live, the first person who would meet him for the, when they got there for the week was Chevy Chase. He was there. He whined and dined all the hosts and made him comfortable with being on live television. That was his gig? That was part of his, yeah, that was his gig. Okay. Um, but he's telling stories about living in New York and like every day at a certain time, he would meet uh, John Lennon in Central Park and then him and Lennon and Yoko and like Annette Benning would, uh, they would go to this place to have coffee and then they'd go do a bunch of blow and then he'd go to the, he'd go to 30 Rock and Lennon and Yoko would go to their apartment and Annette Benning would go do something and then they'd all get together for drinks and it's like, you, you, that asshole has lived a life, man. Right. Good time to be alive and be yeah. funny. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's it's funny that we went down the Martin Short line because there, the other show on Netflix that we watched last week was uh, the Steve Martin and Martin Short like show. How is that, there. by the way? It's do you. Uh, are you into Steve Martin and Martin Short and that weird, like, predictable, wild and crazy guys? Yeah, I mean, I like, I, I grew up watching a handful of their movies, so you'll I enjoy mean, it. Like, yeah, it's okay. all, it's all shtick. Like, you know, what's a lot of the jokes, you know, what's going to happen. But then they do like, uh, they just sit down on on like chairs and talk about like growing up and being in Hollywood and everything. Um, the first time they all met each other was on Three Amigos. Really. really? I didn't know that. And they didn't know. Well, Chevy and Steve knew each other, but Martin Short, this was his, it was his first gig. And they didn't know him. And they ended up becoming great friends, obviously. Well, when it was at the premiere, it was a big deal in Hollywood. And they decided to all go to the Hollywood premiere in their Three Amigos costume. Except that Chevy and Steve never had any intention of going in their Three Amigos costume. That's so... So here's the, the burgeoning Hollywood legends showing up to their premiere of their big movie and they're wearing like tuxedos and suits and out walks the new guy, Martin Short, 
in full Ned Niederlander regalia. That's tremendous. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> it's, it is incredible. It's that show's worth it for those. There's like ten of those stories in there that are like Jesus. So who is it again? It was you and Muhammad Ali, and you were, you know, you were smoking dope at the premiere of what movie? Man, what yeah, movie was it? I I don't know. I can't. I think I made that whole scenario up. But I was with you. I every was every story is like that, and it makes you like, you know. I met Hal Ketchum once in a urinal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't Uh, reference. So, hey, how are you? uh, How are you guys? You guys good? It was a good start. Intense. I'm well. A little tired this evening, but uh, pretty good. Busy week. I too am tired. I slept worth. I slept like a donkey last night. Yeah. Well, we were. Up until ungodly hours doing cult shit. So okay, so we, yeah, we got together, played Eschaton, a little Gen Con prep. Which Gen Con at the time of the recording is twenty days away. Yes, and we, uh, uh, come this year. Is this the year? Uh, what what's the date? It's August fourth. <laughs> what's the date? We prepared to give him the date before we give him the date. I have something to do. Never mind. Yeah, I got a, I got a hunting <laughs> trip. I got to be up early to fish. Set the turkey blind. Uh, no, uh, wow, so I, that was the whole thing. <laughs> uh, no, I this this will not be the. I have a new baby. I can't go. Right. No. Hey, you can correct. leave it at home. Don't bring Good. it with as as some people in the world's weirdest no Facebook group. There's a Facebook group called Fans of Gen Con. And I believe, and I, I, it, when I joined it, I actually got some cool tidbits about things. Like that's where I learned that if you got the press pass, you could actually enter the hall an hour early. That was really cool to know. I didn't know that. Um, but it's devolved into this, like, um, I've never gone to Gen Con before thinking about bringing my newborn. Is there a, a booth where I could um, breastfeed the child and then leave it to nap? Like, huh? no. Like, no. There's, and, and why? There's not there's a nursing no, booth. <laughs> well, and sure. even if there was like a nursing booth. Why would you leave um, your child just around? There's 70,000 strangers, fucking asshole to elbows in a room. All, all of them with varying levels of B.O., and right discontent. and 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 larceny, yeah. And it's like the questions are just like. At one point, I had to actually ask a guy, "Have you never stayed in a hotel?" <laughs> Follow up: Do you not know what a hotel is? <laughs> you give them money for goods and services. He he actually the question was, um, never stayed at the JW Marriott. Are there toilets? That's not a real question. It was a real question. No, honestly, Nick, if you were to join this group, I know you are really into the whole Facebook thing, but if you were to join big, this group, you would it. really, really find something that amused you. I'm not sure I think what. Would be... I'm not sure how long you'd have to sit. sit. I don't think so. I think, I think be, it would be long. I think I'd be mostly just disgusted and sad. I think you'd you'd got you'd get yourself booted 
under immediate under three hours. Who's the admins? It I doesn't no matter. Idea. Completely I no irrelevant. <laughs> like the, the, real, the reason I'm in the group though is because like this year I found out that there is a there is a um, are you going to Gen Con? Are you also a Freemason? Do you want to get together with other Freemasons and like have a drink at the Scottish Rite Cathedral? Um, yes. Which yes. I, yes, I do. But I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for this group. So I can't like I can't leave it. But I get so frustrated at the level of and then I realize what we're talking about, and it's Gen Con, and it's people that probably don't get out much. There's a lot of that too. So uh, maybe I shouldn't judge. I don't know. I'm judging. I've <laughs> been doing the Gen Con thing for many moons at this point. I'm judging. Well, this is your this is your five for you and I together. Yeah, and this, I think this will, and you were going But I think I've got like I've been me. going since before I got out of high school, so I've probably been going for about right. a decade now. Which is right. the weirdest sentence that I've ever said in my entire life. I've been feeling like, woe is me, the youngest person on the podcast. But man, like, I have been feeling really old here of late. And it's I, it's a strange thing. I don't know how wow, you two is... do it. Nick, you're ancient. And I don't know how you just, I don't know how you make uh, it through thanks. your days. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. Truly. It's a, the, I applaud your efforts. I, I have a I have a select bag of mystic talents. It's irregular, but it's well, yeah, it's an irregular. Service, bag. It's serviceable, yeah, and it's not endless. No, God, no, it's very no. finite. But uh, yeah, I've learned I've learned lately two things. One, um, I'm like a three trick pony at most, and two, um, I'm a very. What are your tricks? My constitution is weak, and not like my. Um, not your morning constitution, but not like, my morning constitution, and not like I have poor health. I'm like I'm a horse, but like I was gonna stay home tonight and do nothing. I even I I told everybody even at work, Rob. I told you today, like man, I didn't sleep good. I'm going home. I got an empty house. I'm gonna like take a cold shower, sit on my couch, and I might take a nap and wake up for the podcast. I got one phone call from someone saying, "Hey, you want to go to dinner?" And I was uh, immediately out the door. I am Man. so, I am so weak. You, you really, weak. you really have to commit to, you, you just got to commit. You just got to, I, you know what I did whenever I got off work today, Ry? I came home, I took a cold shower and I took a nap until the podcast. Um, and it was great. You know what I did? N no. Follow up question. Exactly right. Do we care? No, that's, that's exactly right. Your answer is correct. I am yet to, I am yet to be <laughs> off work. I have I have not undone anything today. I have gone from five thirty a.m. this morning right into this podcast. You're wow. an animal, an it's, old, it's a stupid decrepit animal. <laughs> <laughs> the, the meat is too tough for eating, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you're you're good I'll for hide and a bone necklace. <laughs> Like, what do we do with that animal? Don't, I, mean, I don't know. Let him it. pass. You'll have to. If you leave it out for out. a day or two, it might just tan itself. Why does it have I... 47 times? <laughs> Never mind that. Let him be. Just leave it be. Should we kill yeah. this one? No, it's dead already. He's all antlers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all antlers. I saw a shirt that said dead inside. What did I share it with you guys? No. It says, it says dead inside. Yeah. 
but still horny. <laughs> you know what? You might have actually. I I feel like I vaguely recall this. Speaking of dead inside, uh, who was watching History Channel about a half hour? Ago, oh God, five minutes. I, me. Well, I I had heard, I had seen advertisements for it because we watched a lot of History Channel, but I had never really tuned in. So I forgot it was coming tonight. Phrasing, continue. I had no preamble. I. So you're, you're and, scrolling and through the guide and you see Battle of the 80s uh, supercars or whatever. Right. So naturally, I hit select. Sure. Right after. I, what, what am I getting into here? I'm, I'm talking like uh, 82 Corvette, you know? Versus, versus the, like uh, a Grand the, Torino. Right. You know, what are we getting into here? Like the maybe the 87 Firebird, you know, with the 454. Is that... That's what I'm thinking. Right. So are, they, are they doing like a, we're going to take like muscle cars from the 80s. Right. And we're going to do so yeah, that, like that's cool. I can dig putting that, it through know, a series a... of different tests. Like we got, we're going to do a quarter mile straight. Yeah. Flat we'll track. do, a, we'll we'll do, do a, a one mile loop. We'll do maybe a little, uh, the little rally driving, you know, see what you can do. Instead, first thing I get is Eric Estrada. Ponch Arelli. Astride a California Highway Patrol motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Color me intrigued. And then immediately next to him is well, not right away, but then I hear the voice that can only belong to one Hasselhoff. It's just it's it can only it's only Hasselhoff. There's no one else. He's he's a very recognizable voice. And then a third cat who I sort of feel like I recognize, like you know who it is, cousins. I know now. Yeah, I mean, I knew it right like two seconds later. But at first, I was, you know, it's like one of those cousins at the family reunion where, like, you're pretty like, sure is, you know. Is, is it Chuck or Eddie? I can't remember if that's Chuck. Right. Or Eddie. And is he is he Gladys's son or what? I don't even remember. Uh, but then I I kind of squint a little bit, and that sure looks a little bit like a. a is- a vine ripened Howlin' Mad Murdoch. And uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Mad Murdoch from the 80s A Team show in the A Team van. In the A Team van. And Hasselhoff was in Kit. And they were racing some weird, like, some weird fucking stupid track. For no reason at all, because those are three vehicles that have no business in the same lane with any of the other three. That van isn't going to do anything. It's also got bulletproof like plating, if you're really remembering the show right. That's not made to get away from shit. Not to mention... Wait, so were they like racing the fictional vehicles or they were, were they ra- they racing, were racing like models the actual, or like the actual vehicles no, like that the they were actual, using for the, the like the fictional vehicles. Set. Okay. So then it probably the, didn't actually have bulletproof anything, right? Probably just not, a, but okay, it's, it's just, still a two GMC van. Right, oh yeah, yeah. It's not fucking going anywhere. Yeah, for sure. No, it's and not you're be- racing a motorcycle. A motorcycle is gonna beat any car on a slalom of any sort if the person knows how to ride it. So, so what, what I guess what you, I let's let's go ahead and for the one person here who didn't watch this, um, what exactly was the point of this, and did we learn? It anything? was the, it, it was the it was the first to two wins, uh, one. They're the greatest '80s supercar. It was a straight time slot cash grab, is all that could possibly be. 
And Eric they Estrada got, they won got the first Daisy, race. Right? And they got old Daisy Duke. Is that like who flag that girl? Was? Oh yeah. Wow. She's... Oh yeah. Wowie. I... Catherine, uh, what's hmm. her real name? Catherine something. Not O'Hara. That's all I know. Nope. Uh, I should know her full name, but I know her name's Catherine. And uh, yep, that's her. She went plastic surgery. She went full Kelly McGillis. Yeah, yeah. It's, and you should it's you should never go full Kelly McGillis. You shouldn't. the The masturbatory value on that is in the single digits. <laughs> slim, slim to none, man. <laughs> it's oh that is that's one of the worst things when you see the pill one of the like icons of your masturbatory youth go to seed. Well, that's that is uh, that's a just, bummer. Welcome to episode two sixty nine. Masturbatory nice. youth. <laughs> it was also the name of my band in high school. Uh, it yeah, might it very might, literal. It might become masturbatory youth gone to seed. We don't know yet. We're <laughs> we're still. It's typed into my phone, but we yeah we don't know. <laughs> oh, Kelly McGillis, what the hell? You know who else did that? Um, Kathleen Turner. She did that to me too. Yeah, yeah. Like did, romance uh, in the you... too old for that. She hmm. did, didn't she? She went yeah. full Kelly McGillis. She did. It's a, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Ah, oh, thank God for Renee Russo. Renee Russo. Oh yeah, Renee. I thought you said Renee Zellweger. That's what I heard, and I was like, "Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen her lately, man? She looks like an anteater." She looks like a fucking art, like a fucking aardvark. Like I, I, I saw her on like Entertainment Tonight, and I was like, "Who the fuck is like who the fuck is that that they're interviewing from Jerry Maguire?" That's not anybody I know. And then it was like it said underneath her face, Renee Zellweger. I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" That's not no way. The years haven't been kind. No, she went. She decided that she should take a whole like like let's what what does twenty million do to my face? What can we do with twenty million? Just Hold my verse it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks. Yeah, she looks like. Uh, she looks like Gina Davis from Beetlejuice when she decides to oh, flip her face God. inside out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, women out like, there, women that listen to our show, which you know we love. You're beautiful the way you are. You're don't, just. You're, don't, you're don't, fine. Don't do things to your face. God, you're beautiful. When Leave you get older, alone. just don't. counterpoint. It's your body who gives. Do what you, you want to do. do. What you want. Yeah, do what you want to do. Yeah, that's a great counterpoint because I yep. really don't care. The youthful voice of reason. There. On the other hand, I try. Renee Zellweger looks like an anteater. Get yeah, you. no, there's 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 no getting away from that. She absolutely there's does. there's an element of risk involved in the do as you will with your body. Absolutely. So that was like on a history channel this evening. It, the uh, battle of the '80s supercars, which is I, just hilarious. That sounds like a Fucking wasted. Well, time. is there what is there going to be another one? Is there like is this like a series? I, or is every week is it going to be those three racing at different? Well, there's not that many other '80s supercars. No, I'm with and you. That's why I'm those wondering. guys all drive like crap. If you noticed, like yeah, I'm I don't sure understand. Any one of like, us could beat them in our work vehicles. I'm pretty certain that none of them were actually doing any of the races. Right. Well, th that was going to be my next question because it seems like that would be a really dumb thing to do. Like, well, I mean, firstly, like, not that I don't have any, like, not that I have any problems with racing or anything like that. But why, why would you have the celebrities do the racing unless you were like on Top Gear? Like, what's I don't the, know. Just for 
shits and giggles. I guess, yeah. Ponch was on the bike. Why I wouldn't you get off of it? But maybe, maybe I didn't. Like, I'm sure that like it's it's purely for like the money grab and nostalgia factor. But why wouldn't you take those like take the vehicles uh, if you wanted to keep them stock or however they like they were designed and used on set for whatever show that they were on, and then put professional racers in them so they could actually try and race them you're probably it's probably still I'm, going to be a dull show but i'm i'm then you actually sure, have people they, who know what they're doing racing vehicles the camera angle kept switching from like like inside hasselhoff's face to like the drone shot and i'm pretty sure they did like it wasn't live or anything i'm right. fairly i'm fairly certain they they weren't doing the actual uh, racing. that's that's probably that checks out. That's probably more fair. Um, speak. Some somebody's. I'm. I have a terrible segue. Never you mind. stumbled over that. Just hold on. Speaking of things from the '80s. Yes. Dive. Dive. Uh, dive. Did you... <laughs> Periscope down. Smoke bomb. Smoke bomb. Smoke bomb. <laughs> um. So. The year is 1985. It came out Hawkins, Indiana. It came 84. out this week that uh, eighty-four was even, the year before. I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking about. I'm not even talking about Stranger Things yet. Jesus. Oh. All right, fine. It came out this week that Sylvester Stallone is ready to get back on the horse oh, for Expendables Four, the film the world needed, which set, we all set in 1987, which we all know is. It's an it's a love letter to '80s action movies. That's what it's supposed to be, right? Pretty much. But all the '80s actors are dead now. Well, they're not. He's just not. The- no, he's collecting them all and he's harvesting machine <laughs> samples for them so he can use their clones later. He's just not picking the right ones, and that's what I that's what I wanted to to. If Michael Dudikoff is not to be in an Expendables. Which is a travesty. It's a fucking travesty. Greek, tra- Greek travesty. Um, Carl Weathers. I was just going to say Carl Weathers would be my. It was on my first. Not, not in an Expendables. Like I don't need to see Arnold Schwarzenegger or Bruce Willis fucking or Sylvester Stallone or Statham or Ronda Rousey or they've all but they've Jet all been Lee. In it. They've I know been they they, they have Ronda been Rousey in was in one. She was in yes, Expendables too. Everybody's been in it. Everybody's been in it except Dudikoff, Carl Weathers. Um, Seagal hasn't been in it. Yeah, he has. He has not. Really? Yeah. Even Eric Roberts has been in an Expendables movie. All right. All right. Let's, and so let's, I got let's, let's fill it out. Let's round it. I, I would, forgot this was on deck. I would. I would put. You got to have Sly because it's his franchise. Do you have to? I think. I think you do. I think my concept for Expendables 4 would be that every one of his, and I'm air quoting, Expendables um, are dead. So you don't bring back anybody but Sly. So All right, you I'll play your game. He has one old friend left who's still in the game. He recruits him. It's Kurt God. Russell. Kurt hasn't been in one yet? Kurt has not been in one, man. So you got that Tango and Cash right scott ad he actually got scott adkins to be in one of these <laughs> yeah, i believe he did yes holy so God. it's 
So it's, Banditos. hey, I need a team. You're the only guy I got. Lucky for Sly, Kurt Russell's got a team. Michael Dudikoff, Carl Weathers, Gary Busey. No. Mr. Boy. Joshua, what are we turning man? this franchise Boy. into? What are we no, shooting we're, we're, for? No, here? listen, we're ending it. We're ending it. We're oh, not okay. shooting for anything. Yes. Yeah. We're going to give it a swan song. We're going to put Jeff Speakman in a helicopter. That's what we're going to do. We're going to put him in a goddamn movie. Seagal is going to be in the movie. We're going to get we're going to get Jackie Chan in the movie. I would I, say I, guess I would say Billy to. I'd say Billy Duke, but I believe he died. He just did. We can get Billy Zane in there, though. Just Billy Zane, perfect. Mickey Rourke. He's already been in one. Rourke has been in one. That's right. He's dead. He's out. He's out. I would go. I'm thinking kind of the maybe the uh, the pilot archetype. Steve Gutenberg. No, void. Yeah, like a little comic relief. No, we Die, can do better. Dies we can early. Do, we, we can, can do, do better. better. We can do better Guten- for a comic relief. I think. Hmm. Uh, I don't have the answer, but they gotta be. They gotta be now. They gotta be '80s. Probably you should stick with '80s action stars, right? That's the thing, right? You couldn't. You don't want to say like Ted Danson just because he was a popular in the '80s. Uh, yeah, I guess '80s action, which is okay. So has 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 uh, Mr. T been in one yet? Mr. T. B. A. Baracus has not been in one. Pencil him in. You got to put Mr. T in there, and you play. It's not even. It's Mr. T. It's Mr. T as, as B.A. Baracus. Baracus. Yes. 100%. Right, um, I'm on to something now. Can you get, could you get, would Tom Selleck count? Could you get Tom, Tom Selleck? Selleck? You could get Tom Selleck and Tom Selleck would count. Uh, d- done. Done and done. You Thomas Magnum, you. What about, uh, I'm really showing my age here with my 80s TV knowledge. The CGI no, can... ghost of Patrick Swayze? See, if Swayze was alive, Swayze would be He'd fucking... Yeah, but we've got... I mean, I we had Grand Moff no, Tarkin in, in a movie recently. Rob. CGI Swayze is your chopper pilot. Well, yeah. it, not, only, not only that, but it's also the new show title. <laughs> CGI Swayze? CGI Swayze. Because yeah. four years from now, CGI Swayze wins a bracketed tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get, you get CGI, CGI Swayze. I think you get Sam Elliott. In there, uh, yeah, I could take some Sam Elliott. Grizzled old Sam Elliott. Well, yeah, you got to get the whole Tombstone crew back together. Oh, you're thinking a little. You get well, you can't. Bill Pullman died two years ago. Damn it! What are you going to do a fool thing like that for? Damn! Could you could you could you throw Michael Rooker in there? Yeah, yeah, you can throw Michael. Yeah, and I would I would go. I mean, he dies first. Clearly, he's the but. first. He's the first to die. Yes, Michael right. Rooker. I want a movie of all of these guys as the characters. As what? I think that was the end of the thought. Oh yeah, he tapered off hard. I'm going to say he was going to think as the characters they were born to play. I think that's what he was thinking. He was going to come back with, or had played in the past. Rob, you're a titan of 80s media. Do you not have anyone to contribute to this? Um, Are you ignoring me? No, no, no. You 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 vanished for a second. Um, I want to say uh, (laughs) Lionel. 
done. Yeah, fuck it. Let's get Lion on there. And well, uh, they're doing the live action version of it. We'll just they'll they'll cross over filming. Yeah, I still, I, I still have a lot still, of budget. I still think that that is exactly what that secret Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix is. Man, I would pay I hope so. great money for I, that. I, I, I think, want that I think, so badly. And, and, you, and you know why that came back into my head and um, why I think I'm more certain about it now? The Rock just signed on to that. And if The Rock isn't fucking Panthro... I was going to say, he would know. make a damn good Panthro. He's a fucking amazing Panthro. And Ryan Reynolds is a fantastic Lionel. And so he's actually probably a better... Snarf? He's actually, yeah, he should be the voice of Snarf. And that's he would make it. an amazing Snarf. But no, I, I was... They announced that The Rock signed on to that Netflix show with Ryan Reynolds. And I was like, it's fucking... Li- it's, it's Thundercats confirmed. It, it certainly leans that way. Man, I, I, I really do want that. Very badly. What I said before I was ghosted was we took a. It's all right. We took care of it. Oh, okay. we had your back. Exactly. Is it Michael Rooker as Rowdy Burns? I it kind of needs to be. Yeah, he's the getaway driver. He's the Statham. He is. He he's just dies. Trans- he's the transporter. I, I think you got to put Liam Neeson in, don't you? Has he been in one yet? I was actually just I don't thinking that. So. I don't think I don't he has been so. either. Yeah, I mean, the, the, get you a, little, a little Neeson in there. Get the whole oh, yeah. next to Ken crew. Well, let's leave. Uh, let's leave uh, Stiller out of it. But yeah, I'm with you. That's fair. He could be the villain. Stiller could be the a young, a young Ben Stiller. Right? Does he play like a like a Guido or something? Like <laughs> yeah, he plays like a yeah. He plays like a like some uh, like. Trust fund kids. Speaking of greaser, you got to put Ralph Macchio in this. Oh movie. yeah, absolutely. Without question, got to get some Macchio in there. Macchio, um, maybe Matt Dillon. Sure, why not? Throw Charlie Sheen's corpse in there. Is Liz Shue in there? Ooh. See, speaking of 80s masturbatory uh, fodder. Has Sigourney Weaver been Sigour- in Sigourney hasn't been in one. I'd put her in it. Yeah, she's more, she's more believable as, a, as an action heroine. I'd go with that. You've got a very big Expendables crew now. I don't know. I'm not sure if the helicopter can hold the weight. Have you seen, have you seen the casts? Did you see the cast of Expendables 3? Chuck Norris it's, was in it. It's large. Have you ever seen that movie by chance? Which one? Expend- the, the, the Expendables with Chuck Norris. I don't think I've seen... I think I've seen a, like I feel a like few, min- a few minutes one. of the one... Because he doesn't talk, right? He just shows up and like wrecks He just shows and up and then scene. every time... Well, he's in two scenes and he only... He never actually fights somebody. He just shoots him like with a sniper rifle. And it's always like... Like at one point, the first time you see him, our, our heroes are going to die. They're outnumbered. And then you hear like gunshot, gunshot. Gunshot, 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 gunshot. And all the bad guys are dead. And they look up and out like on the like out right outside the tree line is Chuck Norris and he gives like a little salute and then he like vanishes into the woods. Perfect. As he does. It's why I like Chuck Norris, because he kind of has embraced who Chuck Norris is. Now it's the third act. 
and Statham is pinned down in the airport with uh oh my god I can't well and you I'm spacing and you name. know the Who law is... about Chekhov's yeah Norris. yeah Chekhov's Norris <laughs> if you show me a Chuck Norris in the first act you better believe I'm my god you better use it in the third that's a Chekhov's Norris everybody no titles just I know flying. Seriously. That's awesome. I've, I've, I'm typing it. I've lost my train of thought because I've, I'm typing check off notes. Um, who was in Rocky? Who was the Russian in Rocky? Uh, That's uh, Ivan Drago. Lundgren. Thank you. Dolph. He's been in all of them, hasn't he? Yes. But him and Statham are pinned down in an airport like, a, like seven countries away from when we first saw Chuck Norris when all the bad guys just get shot. And then up, like on the walkway up by the roof, Chuck Norris. And he gives a little salute and vanishes off the side of the screen. Is there one where Harrison Ford like shows up with a giant Harrison gun? Ford is in it. Harrison Ford is absolutely in Expendables. Now, but he was in Expendables 2, I believe. And ex- the first Expendables was rated R. And it was like Rambo Fifth Blood. It was like everybody killed everybody with like knives and bombs and there was, there was which they should hits. go back to. There was, and then they went to. Then they made the next two PG thirteen. Cop out. Really? You can't do this. Expendables are you, are you sure? we're talking about. Yep. The Expendables yeah. we're talking about now has to be rated R and a hard. R. I'm thinking it's just straight to DVD. Oh, stop yourself. Uh. Yep. Rated R. 143 minutes. Huh? The I will yep. say though one of the things that I truly like really love about the Expendables franchise and I didn't realize no that the we Expendables were going to... two was rated R as well. well was Expendables it? Expendables three is PG thirteen. Okay, I love the names that are used for this. Is there there is no better name in my opinion for any Terry Crews character than Hail Caesar? It's pretty damn mm-hmm. good. It's that's fantastic. That's great. Jet Gunner's name is Yin Yang. Lee Christmas. Yep, Lee Christmas. God, what an unbelievably awful. Randy Couture plays Toll Road. Uh huh. Kelsey Grammer was in Expendables three. Kelsey. Freaking Grammer. Whoo. Yeah, he plays Bonaparte. Of course, he does. Nash. Shocker. It's at least it knows what it is. It's cheesy, but it, it knows what it is. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, that's kind of why I like it. I just I've got no problem with the concept. It doesn't bother me at all. It'd be like if there was a like if you did like an expendables of comedy or it was a comedy movie with all your favorite comedians, I'd have no problem with it. But it has to know. It has to actually embrace what it is, and that's what the problem is with the Expendables two and three. It's it. The first Expendables made so much damn money that they did like the. It'll make more money if it's PG thirteen, which is oh, which yeah? is always a shit awful. Just it's just a bad play. It's a bad play. Right. I've never seen a movie like I I can't think of any movie that's come out recently that was like slated to be R and then. They decided, you know what, let's dial it back some. And then it ended up being a good movie or successful. 
Well, what's the rules on PG-13 was created by Spielberg. That rating okay. was created by Spielberg. And I can't Did remember... I can't remember what the stipulations are. Um, it because it has to do it has to do with toys. What? Like I don't know if it's like if your movie's rated R, you actually can't create toys for children to, to sell. Seems. I feel weird. like I could find it. I feel like I could find an example of that. I I, I be, well I just I, I think that he created PG thirteen as a rating so he could um discord's being hella shitty this evening i gotta I it gotta get might be because i just decided to try and switch to push to talk instead of uh instead of just uh talking Ugh. what do you got like a an old next hell yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um wasn't yeah, PG-13 is directly it had toys i don't i don't Yes, but are they are they toys like McFarlane toys, or is it like you Toys R Us? And in the action, you know, there's a Lego set for Jigsaw. I mean, I don't I don't know if Lego had gotten onto it, but I definitely like I definitely remember like either at Toys R Us or like wandering in the around the mall as a child seeing Spawn toys. I was just Spawn yeah, yeah, absolutely all over the place. Absolutely. Like I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure sure that there, there is like predator uh, toys out there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I just think I think that's a really weird like, if that is the line okay. that was drawn, who the fuck drew that it, line? I, I, the stupidest line to draw. It, it was, it was Spielberg who created PG-13, but it wasn't. Um, it had nothing to do with toys. But and that was the Flamingo Kid. Because what happened was, did I say something about Flamingo Kid? No, that's that was the first PG-13 movie. So I presume. Oh. That was that a Spielberg movie? The, the problem was that, that he would make, like he he was making movies, and there was nothing between PG and R, so studios studios would not they would like almost withhold the release of movies because they wouldn't know what to rate it, and so they might they might make it rated R when it shouldn't have been, and then like. Parents wouldn't take their kids. It wouldn't be a family thing. Kids wouldn't be allowed to see it, and it would tank at the box office. Or they would make it PG, and then adults would say, well, I'm not going to go see a kid's movie. So Spielberg was making, like, Gremlins and Indiana Jones, movies that aren't um, – they're not PG, but they're also not rated R. And so he, he created the problem and then gave the ratings board the solution, PG-13. And they they adopted it, and he's a stud, old Steve. I swear it has something to do with toys, though. I remember reading I that somewhere. Mm, so, if he created this system, why was his movie not the first PG thirteen movie? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure he just I uh, think of all the PG thirteen movies Steven Spielberg's made, and all the rated R Spielberg movies. There's it's ten to one. No, no, no. I, 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 I can only I assume that that was the kind of movie he wanted to make and he out to do it. Right, but I mean, did did I'm looking at the Flamingo Kid right now, and which is like according to the internet, the first PG-13 movie that ever existed came out in 1984. Um, I, I don't think his inspiration was based around one movie. It was just a concept for cinema going forward. I'm I'm picking up what you guys are putting down. What I'm saying is, if this was 
his baby. Like, if this was his like thing, why would uh, I guess I'm confused as to why like Gremlins or you know Jaws Seven or something along those lines, ET. Why wasn't a Spielberg film the first PG thirteen because just film? The, like he all, just like those, brought it up to the board and was out. like, "Hey, so this is a problem. We should fix it." And then they did it, and somebody else that beat him to the idea. punch. This is uh, really weird, super weird. Anyhow, was, speaking of the was, super was, weird and the eighties, what was Gremlins rated? Yeah, Gremlins was rated PG. No, nothing. I think we should hold off on Stranger Things talk. I'm uh, I mean, I, I know, I, I know, know it's popular right now, but Rob hasn't finished. Nick, have I... you finished? Yeah, Why did you die? I don't think it's me. I don't think it's me. It, I don't know who it is. It's not anybody. I think it's Discord. What are we? What? Are, what, are, what are we talking about? It just keeps dropping and, and going muted. Do you, you're hearing that little like boo boop, boo boop. Yeah, yeah. It's because I switched to push to talk because I'm typing <laughs> on my computer and things. But I'm going, ah. I'm going dark too. Like I'm. It's... Ah, either well, way. That, that, that's I was trying to segue. Are you? To you know segue. what it is? You know what it is? We talked about. Um, we talked about Eschaton earlier, which always pushes our luck with quality of call. True, absolutely um, true. I, I'm I I'm of two minds. One, I could continue to talk about Stranger Things. That's fine. Two, we could wait for Joe, and we could let Rob finish, so we could actually well, have a full discussion on it. Uh, I think both of those things. I think uh, I think we could touch lightly on okay. The first I'm fine two with episodes. yeah. I'm fine so with I'm doing like a light like, three, and we have to fill eight more minutes of show content, uh, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that well, way, you know also, okay, since okay. it's so relatively fresh and new, that way, if whenever people are listening to this, they aren't going to necessarily have to tune out right away. Yes, yeah, spoiler free because it's two episodes in, or so we could talk right, about, exactly. or we could talk about the all the press clippings from George R. R. Martin today about the goat prequel that he yeah. leaked. Wait, firstly, goat prequel. Yep. Not not got goat like greatest of all time or like uh, it's the, it's the a hard O it's a hard O oh it's a hard O nice okay. what did he what did he say about that today yeah, I, 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 talk I've, about heard that. No, I've heard nothing about this so Me, please either that uh, that he he originally had it titled as uh, the long night for the series but then the asshats. At HBO, named the Battle of Winterfell episode "The Long Night," so now there's like a conflict of interest, right? Um, but basically, it's going to be set. Um, I don't know if it's set in the Age of Heroes exactly, but it's supposed to be a thousand, a, a thousand years or two, or he said thousands of years before the events of uh, Game of Thrones. So it's back in you know. The days of heroes but, and before yeah. Aegon well, ever conquered. Oh, before, before, as basically the uh, Andals, the Andals were coming through after the before, first before the Doom. Back when there were you know a hundred kingdoms in Westeros, right? Um, obviously the Starks are still around because they've been around forever. But yeah, so it's like uh, the, the Roinar and the First Men type thing. 
well, didn't come out and say that, but that's kind of why. That. Uh, he didn't specify in the bit that I was reading, but that the idea is it's you know, it's very, very, very prequel esque and kind of setting the table for probably the the shaping of Westeros that is in uh, Game of Thrones. There wasn't a lot of details, but it was actually I think that, his mouth. I think that and, bores me. Yes. Now, um, well, well I guess okay. So let me let me rephrase that. Uh, I think it would be boring if they did a live-action Game of Thrones-style telling of the Age of Heroes. If they it'd also were, be very convol- it'd be very convoluted. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that you would be able to do it justice because, as far as like I'm concerned, most of those stories are so like pertinent in the the the, the Westerosi lore. Because they've they they happened so long ago and they've been embellished, exaggerated, and people you know have deep affinities to these people that they've never heard of, but they like can trace their ancestry to through some mean or another. So if they wanted to try and keep with that like grandiose scale of the Age of Heroes and like continue to have like it be this mythological thing, I think they should do like a, like an animated anthology. Like I I think they should do that anyway. I think that's the best way to do the Age of Heroes because that way you could still like you can say that all of these are just like stories or like the like as close of an account as you could get, but since nobody was alive back then, who the fuck knows? And then you can do these great things. You can show Bran the Builder literally building the entire wall because a real person didn't do that. Surely, I but, think lo- I think Love, Death, and Robots. Has should have proven to HBO that they could do a um, like that's, the Game of Thrones anthology series that's where exactly it's just how it should be done. it's uh, give me um, uh, get actors to do voice acting and give mm-hmm. me good animation any different animation styles I don't give a fuck absolutely and, and you could show us cool like you could have one episode that's just like like the Tower of Joy mm-hmm. give me an episode of uh, like the, the I want to see like an episode of Aegon's Conquest. An episode or, of it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like there, there are so many great stories that you could be telling from that that we and, don't need to try to span into five seasons of ten episodes. Right, and that we don't need you know a ten million dollar fucking budget for just CGI or something like that. Just get a decent art department. Even and, like I would love to see Robert's Rebellion on HBO. Yeah, that's that's what two seasons max, and that's if the first half of the first season is all of the stuff that leads up to the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, There's... I want to I want to see Thoros of Mir and Jorah Mormont scaling the walls at Pike. Absolutely, and I think I'm with, I'm one hundred percent with you. Love, Death, and Robots has proven to the fact that we can do cool adult animation and people will devour it i've tried to show you guys this shit on youtube for years years well some of it's a little weird yes but proof of concept anyway last little tidbit nick before we move into the geekery did you see what the russo brothers tweeted today no Nick, who is dead to the world. Uh, Ryan, I have not seen what they had tweeted today. What did they tweet? Uh, so, what? Who did what? 
the Russo brothers have they tweeted today for the first time in about a month. Okay. Um, the nineteenth is when Marvel has their Hall H at San Diego Comic Con. Okay. Marvel wasn't there last year. They're back this year. Right. Um, they have gone on the record as of saying that they are kind of done with the Marvel movies. They would like to make Secret Wars. They don't know if they will or not, if that's what part of the plans are, yada, yada, yada. They tweeted today just the date, 7-19-19. Okay. And there's a, it's actually a, a little video when you click on it. It's the, it's just that picture of the date, but then it goes on to it's them the last time they were at Hall H saying, like, you think we don't have something new for you? You think we're not going to show you some new foot? And then the crowd going wild. So now people are assuming that we are going to get the phase four slate, and we're going to find out that maybe the end of that slate or somewhere in the middle of that slate is going to be the Russo brothers helming Secret War, which is the only thing they said they'd come back to Marvel for. I would love to see that. Somewhat related, but definitely not. Did you see the amazing new poster that came out for the Picard series? Yes, and actually not related at all. Not even sort of related, but the San Diego Comic-Con comment had got me thinking about it, and I happened to also just stumble upon it again. But I, I am so incredibly very hyped for the Picard series. I think it's going to be amazing. For the Picard series? That, like Jean-Luc. Um, Is that uh, what you actually meant? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, Picard. Okay. You know. Like, like Captain Picard of the USS Enterprise. Roger, Patrick Stewart. Yep, gotcha. I think you meant Swayze. Never. Salmon. Grundy? Uh, mm-hmm. Illa. Mm-hmm. Jay Dilla? Jay Dilla. Donuts? Rob, what are you geeking on, man? Well, I'm so very glad that you asked. This week I had managed to pick up a couple of books, and for the first time in many moons, I've actually been reading a book, uh, which has been really (laughs) nice. Uh, I I mean, it's not like I don't do a lot of reading. I just normally do it on my computer or phone, but it's definitely not the same. Nope. Um, You can't dog your Kindle. No. Well, you can, but it's with great effort and frustration. And then then you've ruined your Kindle. Well, yeah. Um, And your dog. Uh, <laughs> God. Um, uh, Ashley had actually picked me up a book earlier uh, in the week, and uh, so I've been making my way through Stephen King's On Writing, A Memoir of the Craft. Are you liking it? I'm really digging it. I, I really, really, really like this. Uh, the guy, I mean, Stephen King's obviously a, a brilliant writer, but the fact that he took the time to, like, sp- sit down and like talk about all of these different, you know, aspects of writing, different like uh, narrative tools, um, things to do to, to kind of discipline yourself to get into the mindset and habit of writing, which I mean, seems simplistic, but I, I, I really, really do appreciate it. Um, and, and I feel like I've been learning a little bit out of it too, which is good. That's basically, that was amongst the reasons that I really, really wanted it. Um, and then uh, I had also managed to pick up a copy of a book for the Fantasy Flight Star Wars game that had come out recently. 
They had been they have been putting out a bunch of Clone Wars content over the last couple of months, and I think they're going to be putting out uh, a new book come Gen Con. So I've been slowly twisting uh, my fiance's arm and some of my old roommate uh, old roommates to get together and start playing a Star Wars game, which I'm really excited for. So it's gonna it's be good stuff. It's come a long way since me and Dave the Fish took his DK books and turned them into like turned players handbooks. <laughs> role playing. Yeah. 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 Um, it really has. And, and I mean, this is, I, I don't I feel like I've definitely talked about the uh, fantasy flight system before. And I'm sure that it means little to you guys, but it's, it's possibly the coolest, um, most unique role playing system that's on the market. Right. It's all D sixes, isn't it? Well, it's, it's not D sixes. Uh, no? so they, uh, they've got, like five or six different kinds of dice and they i mean they've got some like icosahedrons and um um some other like weird shaped ones it's like d8s d10s and d12s um but they don't have like the numbering on them instead they've got symbols for successes and failures advantage and disadvantage and then um there are different dice that apply to different uh situations like you have your um, anyway, uh, without getting into all the mechanics of it, it allows for a lot of really creative, fluid storytelling instead of just rolling for successes and failures. You uh, you might fail whenever you're trying to shoot at these clone troopers or the uh, the stormtroopers, right? Because they're all barreling down the hall towards you, uh, and you're taking pop shots. You end up failing your check, uh, missing the stormtroopers whenever you're shooting back at them. But say you get a bunch of advantage, right? What that means is now you can spend that advantage on doing something. You can either kind of do something to aid your allies, give them a little bit of boost, or if you get enough of it, you might be able to do something to affect the very scene itself. I missed the stormtroopers, but luckily my stray blaster bolt ends up hitting this uh, um, computer terminal over here, and it's uh, going to cause it to go haywire and shut the door between the stormtroopers and us. And now we've got you know a round or two to be able to figure out what are we going to do next. So it allows for a lot of really um, creative uh, situations and a lot of flow between players and GM in terms of adding stuff to the story instead of just, I'm rolling a dice to see if I succeed or I fail. I really, really like it. It's it's my favorite system. I would swear by it. If anybody ever gets the opportunity to, to check it out, the Fantasy Flight Star Wars system is incredible. So really, really worth it. If you like Star Wars at all or role-playing. I do. Check it out. I like both uh, those things. Yeah, I, I, I have all of the books and a bunch of dice. I'd love to come up and just sit down and look through all of them with you at the very least. But I digress. Uh, Nick, what have you been coming up this week? Uh, actually, I carved out a little geekery time, uh, mostly focused on getting back at Stranger Things, which we will obviously get into next week. Yes. Uh, the wife and I did a rewatch of season two to get kind of back in the mold and then uh, we're through episode three of season three um so for us that's been quite a commitment the last hello all right hello thanks craig hi there uh as i said earlier i don't think craig's the problem i don't think you are either but craig is unrelated he's am i am i back yeah oh yeah what the fuck so yeah, Stranger Things has been my uh, focus geekery. Though I did find time when I was I, I had a late night 
uh, nursing the baby session. And I, I watched The Highwaymen on Netflix because it always pops up on every time I try and watch anything on Netflix, it's been popping up. So I said, screw it. You win, Costner. I'll watch it. Uh, Costner good. should be in Expendables. You should. See, I, I didn't even go there. I stumbled onto it. Uh, and, and throw Woody Harrelson in there, too, with him. I agree. Uh, but a good, good flick. Not uh, not epic, but really good. And uh, if you like a little historical uh, action, so good little Netflix original. But mostly Stranger Things and uh, you know all that other real-life stuff. But we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Rye, how about you? Um... Stranger Things, for sure. And, and I, I love Stranger Things for a lot of reasons, the least of which is that my wife loves it. And so it's a show we get to watch together. That is helpful. It, it is helpful. And she, like, she like really loves it. So it's like she's into it, which is cool. Um, I'm she's an really, Inuit, which is awesome. She's, she's cool. an Inuit. I didn't know if you knew that or not. She is uh, she's an Inuit. super cool yeah. and puns of all over the place. Very cold up there. Yeah, like where she's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Warsaw. Anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, like Indiana. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so derailed now. <laughs> uh, you like, uh, you like Stranger Things. Your no, wife no. watches it too. Uh, I'm, I've been really into. Uh, I'm kind of gearing up for Gen Con. I did. Rob and I, we we spent the day together the other day, and we kind of. We talked about it like tangentially, like it's six months away. And uh, when I got my email today from Gen Con saying, here's your 20-day warning, I was like, oh, shit. It's yes. 20 days away. That's, around the corner. That's, yeah. that's, that's going to that's gonna be here now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really looking forward to that. And playing Eskaton this week and, and talking back and forth with the guys from Archon has got me ready to, to do that. Um, and then I just got, there's a couple of Kickstarters I got coming in, one of which is a really cool um, role-playing game I'd like to play with you guys, hopefully on the air. It's called Noir World. Interesting. I'm about yeah. it. Um, and I'll be able to pick that book up at Gen Con, which is Ooh. exciting. It is very cool. Um, but as of an immediate geek, something I was geeking on before the show, I finally watched the movie uh, The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then the Bigfoot. I saw a Go on. For that at some point. I it's, I know what you're talking about. But if you have Hulu, it is on Hulu right now. Um, it stars Sam Elliott, um, Ron Livingston, Aiden Turner. It is about Sam Elliott plays the titular character. He's the man who killed Hitler, and then killed the Bigfoot. And it is like Pro- probably I, good if it's got Sam Elliott. In it. it is good. It's really good. I'm giving you a warning. The first 30 to 45 minutes is really fucking slow. Loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where you're going with that? So just you're in for like you're in for like like be awake. Like Nick, don't start watching it now. Think you're going to see some Sam Elliott epic Bigfoot fight with with Hitler. You'll fall asleep in 15 minutes. Okay, but so but like, be, does that happen? Like, be fresh Noted. out of be fresh out of a shower, ready to go. Man, looking forward to seeing this movie when you go to watch it. 
So sometime, That's, sometime 2026. I'm thinking 2026 mm-hmm. would be good, like March. Right. Early, early March. The, the, That's when, the, when the fields are low. Right. Right. Like the sun. <laughs> if you liked what you heard tonight and you'd like to hear more and you'd like to pay us for it, you can get over to Patreon slash GCL. And you, that's not even the URL for it, isn't it? No. Nope. 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 Not at all. Uh-uh. Patreon.com slash GeekCast Live. Oh, GeekCast. GeekCast. That might be, it might be GCL. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. the worst. We're going to anyway, get more money. No, it's GeekCast Live. Um, go, go over there and give us money. All right. And if you also Thanks. liked what you heard, go to your iTunes, Google Play, or whatever you're listening to us on. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. Uh, insert... A question that I should ask you guys in the future whenever I'm doing this bit. Yes. Yeah. It's a good one. Yes. And also a number. Mm-hmm. Any good. number. Any. Threeve. <laughs> Solid number. <laughs> Eleven teen. That's and amazing. if you ever want to get a hold of us or reach out and talk to us. Uh, God, fuck. I'm awful. At we got to get out of it. Uh, uh, Twitter, Twitter, the cartoon Joe guy and mm-hmm. give him a hard time for his uh, yeah, at lack of Joe. technology. Yep. Uh, you can also find Geekcast Joe or Cartoon Joe on the Facebook. Uh, go ahead and if you have any um, criticism, critiques, or uh, anything that you would like to just see improved on the show, just uh, send it all to him. Email. 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 He, he'll, uh, he'll, make, he'll make you some wicked, like, 49er flapjacks with hate mail. With hate mail. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just make sure you CC Jew Dave or Dave the Fish. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you can find them uh, wherever people find those type of... I'm going to get him his own... I think I'm going to get him his own official Geekcast Live Twitter handle now. You should. I wonder if uh, Jew Dave is taken. Jew Fish isn't. I just checked. <laughs>
motherfucker!